Welcome to the Westside Investors Network, WIN, your community of investing knowledge for growth. This is the Real Estate Professionals Investing Podcast for real estate professionals by real estate professionals. This show is focused on the next step in your career, investing. Thank you for listening. And please, if you like our content, rate us on your podcast provider. And now your hosts, AJ and Chris Shepard. We welcome Liz Clayman to the podcast today. She's the president-elect for NARPM and a property manager out of Colorado. Today, Liz gives advice to investors on what to look for in a property manager. We also talk about building relationships with investors and why that is important. Let's get started. All right. Well, today we've got Liz Clayman on with us. She's a property manager out of Colorado with Grace Property Management, right? Yes. And just a, a future leader in NARPM. And we're, we're super excited to chat with her today. Liz, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that you have now moved from Florida to Colorado Springs or Colorado. You want to just kind of tell us a little bit about your, your background and your history? Yeah, sure. So I started property management in Tampa, Florida over 10 years ago. And since then, I've moved to Denver, Colorado and built a portfolio out here. So I kind of it's kind of nice to have an insight into the East Coast and then I guess the Midwest, if you will. So that's been really, really good to join. Awesome. And then kind of like, what made you uh, decide to get into like real estate or property management way back when in, in Tampa? Like how'd, how'd you like, you know, get the first job or do the first thing? What a great question. So I had a neighbor who had been a realtor and he was starting a property management company and I came on as his marketing director. So basically, I was just behind the scenes doing website work and things like that. And a couple of years later, I got the bug and decided to get my license and became a full-time property manager and haven't looked back. It's been great ever since. Nice. So you just like knew this neighbor and he's like, just come work for me? Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly how I started. <laughs> I worked for him for many years <laughs> and then uh, moved on from there. But it was a great, a great starting point for me in my career. Cool. What intrigued you about the business? What you know, you said you got the bug. Why don't you expand on that a little bit further and let us know? Sure, absolutely. So I love helping people and that's number one what we do. We're helping people A, find renters for their investments, but B, we're also helping people that can't own a home find a place to live for them and their family. So that was definitely the first thing. And the most intriguing thing for me was it's something different every day. And it's always something new and exciting and you're not sitting behind a desk doing something mundane. It's always a challenge. So I love that about it as well. Awesome. awesome. And so you were working in like Tampa, Florida. What, what brought you out to Colorado? So we relocated three and a half years ago for my husband's career. And when we got here, funny story, I went to the NARPM website and started looking at business owners in the Denver area that were NARPM members. And that's how I connected with the company I'm with now, which is Grace Property Management in Jordan. Oh, awesome. And probably a lot of our listeners are more investor types. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about NARPM and what it is? So NARPM is the National Association of Residential Property Managers, and we call it NARPM for short. And it really is the place to go to get educated as a property manager. When any real estate individual is getting their license, they go through all the licensing processes, but there's not much on property management. So NARPA members really go above and beyond to join the association and get educated to become experts in the industry. And NARPM also offers designations that you can achieve as a property manager to take you to that next level in your career. 
Nice. Did you get your designations in Tampa or while you were in Colorado? So I got my first designation, a residential management professional, while I was in Tampa. And then when I arrived in Colorado, I finished up my master property manager designation. Awesome. And you are like, you're going to be the national president here coming up soon, right? That is correct. So in 2021, I will be the president-elect from the National Association. In 2022, I will be the president. Great. And like, what, how, how did you get like started or involved with the, the national part of the organization? So I started serving at the local level. So NARPM has local chapters throughout the United States. And I started serving at the local chapter in Tampa. And I served as president for two years. And I also served on the Florida State Board. And then I started serving at the national level. There's many committees that help support the organization. So I served on some of the committees and then on up to regional vice president over the Southwest region, which is where I've been serving for the past three years before moving up to president-elect next year. Nice. What sort of advice could you give our listeners on like how that's uh, affected you or affected the businesses that you've worked for? Like what would have been the benefits? So I highly, highly, highly suggest any investor that's looking to get a property manager to hire someone that is a part of NARPM because not only are they going to be more educated, they're also going to be more passionate about the industry and that's going to, it's going to make you more money. It's going to give you more peace of mind. And I highly recommend any, anybody hiring somebody to hire a number member. So you mentioned your, your designations, the RPM and the MPM. Do you want to dive, like explain a little bit more about like what it takes to get one of those designations? Sure. So the RMP is the first designation that you can receive and it dives into taking a certain amount of hours of classes, continuing education classes. Of course, they're all property management based and they can be anything from owner client relations to how to handle maintenance. So it's really things that dial in on things that we need to know within our industry. And then you also have to manage a certain number of properties within a time period. And then moving up to the next designation, the master property manager, it just builds on that. You take more classes, you learn more things, and then you have to also manage more properties and be more experienced in the field to achieve that final designation. You got to have a bunch of like volunteer hours too, right? You do. I'm like, I'm you like, I'm so like just, I'm just getting to like the point where I'm like, I'm getting my MPM. So yeah, you do have to have some volunteer hours within the association and it's always good to give back. And that's exactly what that's part of. And it also gives you more experience to be around other experienced property managers within the industry. So you kind of, it's a win-win situation. Can you tell us about some of the maybe experiences that you've had with other property managers that you've met from NARPM? Oh my goodness. There's so many. So I remember when I first joined NARPM, it is a countrywide organization and there was local events and there were state events and then there was regional events and national events. So you meet so many people from across the nation. And anytime you have any questions within the industry or you need to offer business to someone else that you can't take within your area is the perfect organization for that networking. But as far as experiences, we all share experiences. Whenever we're together, we tell war stories and you learn from those as well. It's super fun. Yeah. So with those designations, what do you think are the main takeaways? How does a person who has their MPM like, how does that set them apart from, you know, somebody who's just been a property manager for 10 or 15 years? Tons of experience. So to get your MPM, you have to have experience within the industry or you wouldn't qualify for that designation. 
And then the education that goes along with it is priceless. Like I said, when you're going through your licensing, you're not getting any education on property management. So this really sets you apart from your competition, leaving you as the expert in the industry from having this designation in your pocket. Yeah, I really, I really love how focused NARPM is on education. And it really does set those property managers affiliated with, with NARPM apart from other property managers. So for the businesses that you've worked for in Tampa and uh, in Denver, what, what has NARPM like, done for the business itself? Well, like I said, I think NARPM is mostly education-based, which is the benefit, but then you do make those relationships. So if you know somebody across the country and they need to a property manager in your area or vice versa, you can refer business back and forth. So I've definitely gained business by being a NARPM member and knowing people across the country. Well, I mean, you got, you, got a, you got a job from it too, right? I did. I got a great <laughs> job from it. And that's exactly, that's the connections that you make within NARPM. But yeah, I mean, this has built me personally and professionally into a great place. Becoming like a leader in, I mean, I'm familiar with NARPM quite a bit. And you were mm-hmm. a leader of your local chapter before you kind of moved up to. So like, tell us, is there some like leadership skills or some other things like that that have maybe not... Well, that you can describe that have been helpful, both in like, not just business, but your personal life too. Yeah, absolutely. So as you're going through, I'm not going to say the ranks of Marfa, but you know, you start with your local leadership and you kind of work your way up and you're learning more and more along the way. Every year they put on a leadership training, which is so beneficial. There's tons of leadership books that have been required and asked to be read, which I've learned a lot from. So every experience that you have in life, in NARPM, no matter what, it's building you into a bigger person. But certainly in NARPM and the leadership roles I've had, it's made me grow quite a bit and definitely made me a better property manager and a better person from all the things I've learned. Along awesome. The way. And probably throughout like you know, working as a property manager, you've dealt with a, a ton of investors along the way. Absolutely. Uh, so a lot of our listeners here are going to be investors themselves. Like what sort of kind of advice for dealing with property managers or talking with property managers can you can you give them? Well, definitely find someone that's experienced in property management. Sometimes you'll find realtors that kind of dabble in property management and I would suggest you stay away from those. And find someone that's dedicated to you. So for instance, when I have an investor that's looking for a new property, I'll meet them in inspection and I'll walk through the inspection with them, give them my professional advice or let them know what I think the property's gonna turn or what items need to be taken care of before we even take it on as an investment property. So find someone who's dedicated to you. And then organization is huge. So make sure they're organized, attention to detail, and communicative. That's the best advice I can give. Yeah. What else do like investors ask of you as a property manager like helping out? So I cover everything from A to Z. Like I said, I'll meet an investor <laughs> at an inspection of once we take on the property, all the make ready work, finding the tenant, rent collection, uh, lease violations. We, we all, the cycle all the way through to the move out and then circle starts all over again. So everything from A to Z. If an investor finds a good property manager, they can just sit back and cruise knowing that they have peace of mind that their property is being taken care of. Awesome. And you're in Colorado, like Denver, the investors that you're dealing with, what are they kind of like looking at there and what are they looking for? So Denver is a huge city. We have everything from high rises in downtown, which are super trendy, to single family homes in the suburbs. 
And every investor is different. I have quite a few investors who like the, the C-class multifamily, and then I have investors that prefer the single-family A-class properties. They feel like they have less maintenance costs and things like that. So it kind of depends on the investor's needs or wants, or I don't want to say gamble, but how much they want to really put into something. So I work with both investors across the board, C-class to A-class and everything in between. Great. But like, is there anything different about those investors or like, do you deal with them differently or I don't know what's kind of like other than like the A and C class, is there any other, anything else? So knowing your investor is definitely a gift. Some investors like to know everything that's going on, a lot of communication and some investors like to just collect their funds every month and um, their yearly statement. So you've got to figure out that relationship from the beginning. And you definitely make relationships along the way. I have an investor here in Denver who loves to play golf and I love to play golf. So we've connected over that to a more of a personal relationship. She's still a great investor and a great client. And so you build relationships along the way, but some, you have to build that relationship out and know what their needs are. And that's another sign of a good property manager is being able to do that. Yeah. I think that's like a, I mean, a general personal skill for kind of anyone in real estate is like building those relationships. What sort of advice... Like I, I know you from being in national and you are great at relationships. Like what, what sort of advice can you pass on to our investors on like how to be good at relationships? I do love building relationships and it's definitely <laughs> one of my best qualities. And it's all about connection. It, I mean, that's all it is, is connection. And you find yeah. something that you bond over with somebody and everybody has a story. My dad was in the Navy, so I moved a lot as a kid and so I can relate to a lot of relocations. And then, of course, my family and I relocated from Florida to Colorado three years ago. So I've been through that corporate relocation process, too. So whatever connection you can make with that person, everybody has a story. You can connect with somebody on some level. And that's the best advice. I love that. Yeah. Does that just, like, come naturally for you? Or do you, like, are you, like, you know, you go back to the office and you're, like, writing down notes. So, like, how do you make it work for you? (sighs) Both. So I was, like I said, my dad was in the Navy for 20 years. So we moved all over the place and I was the only child. So I had to build relationships starting as a child. And I do write down notes and I take notes. I write everything down. For instance, if I meet with somebody and their daughter's getting married in three weeks and they ask me to call them in six weeks, I write it all down. So then when I call them, I can say, Hey, how was the wedding? And it's just a wow factor. And that helps build that connection and build that trust because you've got to have trust in the relationship, especially when you're managing such a big investment for them. Yeah. So Liz, you had mentioned that you're interested in getting into investing a little bit and you know, you haven't quite dipped your toe in just quite yet. So having been a part, you know, working with investors and realtors and like being in the real estate market, what has, you know, kind of held you back from diving in and then, you know, what can you, like there, there are quite a few other NARPA members who, you know, are professional career property managers and they haven't really considered buying property, you know, like you're already farther ahead of them because now you're considering it. So what can you share kind of like bridging that gap? So the first part about why we've waited is just complete laziness, to be honest. Um, We definitely know that's the direction we want to go. And it's such a great retirement plan. I mean, you sit here and you explain it to investors all day long. Why can't we take our own advice? So I see it as a great retirement plan, great gift for my kids later on. 
And then, of course, like I said, laziness is the only reason we haven't jumped in yet. 2021, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's a great time to set goals. Right. So as far as like other NARPA members, because AJ and I, we, you know, we have this conversation a lot. And it's, you know, when we're at Broker Owner or National chatting with other managers, we're like, yeah, we've. Right. We own a, you know, a portion of our portfolio that we manage and they're like, oh my gosh. And it's like, oh, you, you guys aren't buying properties too. So it's, it was like, it seems like they, a no brainer, right? <laughs> well, our dad was just, you know, an entrepreneur his whole life and like he never had a boss. And so it's just like growing up with that, like frame of reference and then so what do you think it is about you know like I know that there is some risk averse qualities to being a property manager but like you are right it is like the most amazing retirement plan ever so what do you think it is about like that apprehension I don't even know that I can speak to that but I think you guys have a lot of experience and like you said you had it from childhood so you have a lot that you can give to those DARPA members that are afraid to take that lead. But as far as why they aren't reaching out and doing that, I have no idea. Because we work with investors every day, and it's such a great, great plan to have as your future. Do you think if it could be easier that more people would do it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think a lot of people are afraid of that upfront initial cost of that first investment property. Mm-hmm. And then once they ta- take that leap, then I'm sure it is much easier to flow after that. But I do feel that first step is definitely frightening for most. That's really interesting uh, because like, I feel like that, that would be probably one of the most amazing vendors at the vendor fair is just like, here is the simplest plan to start buying properties. You know, maybe it's saving up a little bit of money every month, taking it out of your paycheck and putting it into some sort of, not a 401k, but something like that as, as a way for younger property managers to get started to where then they can get that first property. And, you know, then they can kind of like dive into all of the Mm -hmm. amazingness that is real estate investing when it comes to, you know, you've got that first property, then, you know, you might, if it's your own home, you might be able to get a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, and use that to fund your next purchase. But the, you know, once you dive in, there's just so many opportunities that it is definitely a, a rabbit hole to go down into. But well, it's, I think Liz touched on it too, is that, you know, property managers have all the resources available to them. Like you're, you're working with investors every day because you've got all the resources that they want to use. You've got the contractors, you got the tenant, you got the platform all built up so that you can attract the right people. You can get the highest market rent. Like there's, there's all sorts of tricks in the trade that you've got, you've got down pat and you're already, you're already there. It's great. Exactly. The number one thing you need when you're investing is a good property manager. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and a great team to surround you too. I'm sure there's plenty of realtors in the area who work with you guys and, you know, finding deals is, I'm I'm sure that those are happening, certainly for us. 
Um, and I can see it being a great addiction. I mean, once you get started, you just kind of <laughs> go with it and grow with it. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that what you see in us? Is it's like an addiction, huh? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, should we get to our last four questions? Is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners before on like property management or like your goal of getting into the, your first investment property or anything about NARPM or? Just reiterate, if you are looking for a property manager, look for somebody that's really, truly an expert in the industry. And if you are thinking about investing, go ahead and take the leap. I'm going to take it in 2021. <laughs> so take it with me. All right. <laughs> nice. All right. So our first question that we that we end with end with with uh, these four is, what's the one piece of advice you would give your twenty five year old self? Oh, that's easy. Don't stress. Don't stress <laughs> at all. Everything's gonna work out. Just enjoy the ride. <laughs> the older you Love get, that. the more you realize that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what was your first entrepreneurial endeavor? Selling Girl Scout cookies. There we go. <laughs> no, we bought an ice cream store. Oh my gosh. Maybe like 08, 09. We bought an ice cream store, a Carvel. And our kids were young. It was perfect time to do it. Oh. And we ran it for about two years before we sold it. And it was super fun. We were part of the community, you know, going to school events, taking our little ice cream trailer. So that was our first entrepreneurial. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then how has your like formal and informal training shaped your journey? Oh, I give a hundred percent. I believe you get out of life what you, what you put in and from NARPM to BNI business networking international to chamber of commerce. I was part of the chamber of commerce in Tampa and part of the realtor board association serving on a committee there. I just, everything that you put in, you're going to get back out. And all of those things have, have made my journey so wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I completely agree. The more like what you give, you're going to get back, you know. Hey, I always say that to anyone in NARPM too, is like if you really, you're going to get the most out of it when you put the most into it. Uh, if you can volunteer and, and put something into it, you're going to get probably that 10 times out. But it's just that kind of like initial effort that sometimes takes a little bit. Absolutely. It's giver's game. And I had so many great mentors when I first entered the industry. And that's why I volunteer now. Anything that I can give back, that's a gift that I'm happy to give. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So we know that you haven't invested in real estate yet, but let's, let's just talk about opportunities in general. So what was your Moby Dick, the, the opportunity that got away from you? You know, I've been blessed with a great journey and I can't think of a Moby Dick moment, but I promise you guys when it comes along and, and I miss the opportunity, I'll come back on the show and tell you about it. <laughs> All right. Well, Wiki, looking forward to having you on in 2022. Fantastic. Well, Liz, we really appreciate you coming and sharing your experience and your willingness to talk about investors and, and, we always enjoy your smile too. I don't know if anyone can see Liz, but she always has the biggest smile. So I think that they can hear it because it's huge. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's really been fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Professionals Investing Podcast on WIN, your community for investing knowledge for growth. Please take a second to rate us so that we can get more great investors to interview. If you or someone you know wants to be on, please go to westsideinvestors.com and fill out our form.